Welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. And good morning. Welcome, everyone. It's a a foggy day here in Seattle? A little bit, but that's yeah. okay. Oh, yeah, no, I, I'm really liking it. Yesterday was a little too dreary for me for an August day. I was uh, like, my yeah. body went into shock a little bit. Like, <laughs> we've been having such a great summer. What happened? What happened? What happened? And then now, today, you, you could, the clouds are starting to lighten up. Yeah, it's pretty uh, pretty crazy. My neighbor actually enlisted my help for uh, installing a new car stereo for oh, him. That and I'm was like, so yeah, nice sure, no problem. Uh, it's just a little, you know, being neighborly, Very I guess. Sweet of you. Thank you. Very and, sweet. Uh, he's going on a clam digging trip today. Oh, wow. So I'm like, oh yeah, got you covered. No problem. You know, there's no <laughs> rain. I get like in the middle of the afternoon and it's like downpour. I'm yeah. Like, body sticking half out of the car. I'm like, this is Monsons. not the day to do this. No, it is not the day to do it. <laughs> but he's good to go. He's good to go. Yep. So he can go get clams. And I yeah. got Charles dropped off at Doggy daycare uh, today and missed your little uh, riding companion. Then I'm sure. Eh, no, I I, oh. I, I I mean I only take him once or twice a week, and he as soon as I say you want to go to Brandy's house and play oh, with right. Azelle and Moose, he just starts whining and getting all excited. So yeah, so he's all set. I'm going to the mall the after the radio show ever. and doing a little bit of shopping. Wait, who is it? Brandy's house and who is it? Moose and who? Moose and Azelle. Moose and Azelle. Yeah, those are you those know are his great his names. buddies. <laughs> yeah. I like Moose. Well, you know, one of the things we get to do here on the Marie Menu Cherry Show are interview people who I believe are on the leading edge of thought. And this is one of those mornings. And as many people know who listen to me, I love astrology. I'm not an astrologer, but I love astrology. So I found this lovely New York woman, Maria Simone. Um, I actually have had a reading with her. She's lovely, fabulous, smart. I love her directness. She's super fun. And now that her life is starting to calm down a little bit, because I've been trying to get her on the show for several months, she's agreed to be on the show with us today. So Maria has always been drawn to often buried inner realm of the human mind and the mysteries of the universe. For a young age, she developed a love for expressing her thoughts on paper, especially those buried ones. And with those interests, she really thought for sure she would, you know, be a psychologist or be a writer. But of course, the universe had different plans for her. And through a a major awakening experience, she found her love of astrology. So welcome to the show, Maria. Thank you for having me, Maria. I'm so, so excited to be here. Yeah, I'm so excited you're here too. It's lovely. So I know you have a degree in psychology. Well, yes, just a bachelor's. I, I dropped out of graduate great. school, though, because I think a get married and from, have kids. Right. And you have a couple of those, right? A couple of little sunshines. I, yes, I have my two Leo babies that are now oh. 18 and 20. Oh, Leo. <laughs> so that's a lot of fire in your house. Oh, yes, my dear. There's a lot of Leo in my house. <laughs> I bet it's fun. Fun and, um, a, you know, the never early. Never boring. Yeah, never. Those early teenage years might have been kind of interesting. Uh, every day is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a calm Taurus, and they're Leo. <laughs> but thank God, I have I have plenty of fire in my chart. You Lots do. of Aries and Sagittarius in you my chart, so it all works out. I, you have a lot. So you have a private practice in astrology. How long have you been um, doing readings? So I've been a professional astrologer since 2005. 
and I started studying. I would say I was breastfeeding my daughter. That had to be <laughs> 2001 or 2002-ish is when I started studying astrology. But um, the 2005 is when I took the plunge, went professional. Mm. And, you know, it's just, it's amazing. I love astrology. I don't know how, how much you talk about astrology I on your show. I talk about it uh, every day, even though I'm not in this. Yeah. And I've interviewed a lot of astrologers too. And I'm not okay. an astrologer, but I still talk about it every day. Yeah. Well, you should be an astrologer, Marie. That's what you, you got told Uranus. me. <laughs> yeah. Uranus is on an angle. Uranus rules astrology. It's right there on your ascendant. You'd be great at it. Oh, You're natural. So. Thank you. You're yeah, very you sure. should implement it. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to let you do that part of the world and, um, I'll, I'll do some other things. So, um, and then you you love writing. I do. I write I write horoscope columns that are syndicated internationally, and uh, I have a, uh, an exclusive relationship with Tarot.com, yes. so they syndicate my horoscopes. Uh, right now, weekly, love, and and monthly, general, and, and I just gave them my year ahead forecast, which is Ooh. exciting. And so, so I do that, and then I have my own my own private. Uh, world on insightfulastrology.com where I do my consultations, where I teach classes. I have a whole online school that I've been teaching since 2005. Oh. I've been teaching astrology. Okay, I'll take your and, school. <laughs> that sounds uh, like Thank you. And uh, and then I've got my, my videos, my YouTube channel. I, I have a podcast, but I had to put it on hold since March or April because I did just buy a house and move, and I've had some major major chaos with that. So I had to put some of that on hold, but uh, hopefully I'll get my podcast back up and you running will. in you September. Will. <laughs> you will. And you know, I found you via YouTube. That's how I found you. And I fell in love with you. I watched your videos. I fell in love with you practically instantly. And that's when I made an appointment for a session with you. And I loved my astrology session with you. It was just very, oh, very detailed. You. And you're welcome. And I know one of the things, and I'm sorry I interrupted you. I know one of the things you talk about in here, because you you think of yourself as like a an astrology counselor in a way, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I think it's such a gift to be able to look at someone's psyche, someone's soul. And that's what, that's what an astrologer is doing. We are, that you're giving us access to your, to your soul potential and it's sacred. It's an ability for us to connect and to get quickly, quick, a competent astrologer will be able to very quickly get to the heart of your short circuits, your karmic patterns, whatever is really troubling you and blocking you from living your most empowered life. And that's what I love about being an astrologer is that whatever it is that my client is struggling with when they come to me, there's relief because we can get to it quickly. Instead of six months of therapy, we get to it in an hour and then the healing begins. Yeah, no, you're you're excellent and and yeah, very detailed. Get down to the nitty gritty. It's lovely. And plus, you know, you also are great at predictive information, which is one of my favorite aspects of astrology as well. And, you know, I'm happy you brought that up because <laughs> a lot of astrologers don't like predictive I know. astrology. That, I find that annoying. Honestly, I find it, that annoying. It's fascinating. It's <laughs> almost like, you know, and, and this is where you're in Aries and you right. have Venus and Aries and I have Aries rising and Venus and Aries. So this is where you'll, we understand each other. Aries <laughs> energy is really Go get them. Not no bravery. Just go for it. And so I have never hesitated in making predictions as long as I am following all of the rules of astrology. Right. Yes, my intuition opens up, and and your intuition, your psychic ability will open up when you study astrology because it's a, it's a metaphysical tool. But astrology is grounded in math and science, and the beauty of being an astrologer is that we can look to these cycles and make accurate predictions 
for people when you follow the basic tenets of predictive astrology. And so I'm not God. I don't claim to be. Sure, I would never say I'm 100% accurate, right. not by any means. But I'm not afraid to look at someone's chart and look at someone's cycles and say, look, these are your trends of energy. Here are the dates. Here's what I'm seeing. You know, talk to me in six months. Let's see, let's see how it all works out. Right? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm totally a fan of predictive astrology. It's even helped me in my life making decisions, even choosing, you know, people that, that I had to hire to help me with something really complicated or dip, difficult. Astrology really <laughs> uh, weave that way. And so, yes, I know how rare it is to find an astrologer who enjoys the predictive part of it. So I'm so grateful I, I found you and I'm so happy you're <laughs> on the you. show with me today. Yes. So, yes. so was oh, there there's so much astrology to talk about. I know. So what do you want to, you know, what would you like to chat about that could be really, you know, delicious? Oh, I, I actually, you, you gave me the perfect idea when oh, we I were did? talking. Oh, good. Of course you did. When we were talking <laughs> earlier and you were telling me how excited you were about Saturn going oh. direct. And I, I very recently did a video on my YouTube channel on the upcoming Saturn-Pluto conjunction. I saw that. And it, it's a very popular video that a lot of people are watching and finding helpful. So I do encourage people to watch it because I, I, I can't get as in-depth on our show together as I did in this sure. video right. for every sign. Right. But, um, but it's a magnificent, rare alliance. And, um, I, you know, I, can't, I forget the name of my YouTube channel, but just Google my name, Maria DeSimone. <laughs> it's either Insightful Astrology or Maria DeSimone. I, but do, anyway. I do your name. That's how I get there. Okay. Yeah, it'll come up one way or another. So, uh, so Saturn is in Capricorn, which you have natally, Maurice. So this right. is really exciting for you. <laughs> but, uh, but Saturn, the planet of discipline, commitment, responsibility, is in Capricorn. And it's, it's actually very happy there because it's in its sign of rulership. So the best of Saturn can come forward if it is used productively, meaning, you know, you're getting very real about your integrity, about your place in this world, about your status and profession and reputation, and basically being an adult. This is the ultimate adulting placement in astrology, I think, Saturn mm -hmm. and Capricorn. And so the rare situation, it's not so much that Saturn's in Capricorn or that Saturn's direct, because Saturn in Capricorn happens once every 29, 28 and a half, 29 years, but the rare phenomenon has to do with Pluto. So Pluto is also in Capricorn, but Pluto is our slowest moving planet, taking about 246 years to go around the sun. Wow. So, <laughs> yes, it, it's the slowest wow. guy out there. So Pluto energy will transform your life deeply. And Pluto is the planet of death, rebirth, transformation, and ultimately healing, I think, and empowerment. And so What's fascinating and what astrologers are talking about like crazy uh, is the fact that Saturn's in Capricorn, and that happens every 29 years, but Pluto's also in Capricorn, which mm -hmm. only happens once every 240 right. years or something like that. And so imagine, you know, do the math and imagine how rare it is for Saturn in, in Capricorn to actually collide with Pluto in Capricorn. This has not happened in uh, hundreds of years. And so it's going to happen, and it's been happening. We've been feeling it. We've been feeling the buildup, and the exact aspect will occur on January 12th of 2020. Wow. But what is happening is uh, with this conjunction, Saturn and Pluto together, Marie, and I don't know if you, if you know this, 
they are very, very difficult energies together. Yeah. Because oh, no, I didn't know they were difficult together. No, and I feel so sorry for all the Capricorns, by the way, because Pluto... No, don't, I, don't well, feel sorry for them. They're I know rising they're above slow. It. They're very slow, so Pluto has to come and sit on them and fart on them for, you know, like two decades, over two decades. Yeah, yeah. So so now with Saturn and Pluto together, though, for all of us, regardless of whether you're a Capricorn or have Capricorn rising in your chart, there, when, when Pluto, the planet of death, rebirth yeah. and transformation, touches Saturn, the planet of structures. What is happening in our lives personally and also collectively is that the structures in our life somewhere that we have relied on for many years are collapsing and dying. And so in my video, what I did was, you know, I, I called this, this, I call this the rotting flesh aspect. I know, know and, and I know. It was a, I just love it because you're like, something is dying. It's dying. Yeah. It's dead, it's, actually. It's dead already. You know yeah. it. You all know it, guys. Everybody listening, there is something in your life that you are staring at that dead body, and, <laughs> and you've got to call it. And if you don't call it, it's going to be more brutal for you. But it's, it's gone. It's going after definitely by this January 12th aspect. But, Marie, the fascinating thing about astrology, again, is, you know, the math and the cycles. And on July 16th, we had an eclipse in Capricorn that was very close to the degree of this upcoming wow. Saturn-Pluto conjunction. Wow. And so what I'm telling all my clients, what I'm telling everybody, and what I'm glad that I get a chance to tell your listeners, yes. is that, you know, think back. What was going on in your life in the middle of July um, at this eclipse? Because you're, you were made very aware of what needs to transform, what, wh- what that dead body is in your life. It could be a career situation for some of you. It could be about you know, how you're making money or a health situation. It's different for everyone depending on where it falls in your chart, and I discussed that in the video. But you're aware now. And what will happen by January 12th is that... It, the Saturn-Pluto conjunction is re-stimulating this eclipse from July. And it's, it's helping to really put that nail on the coffin yes. in a certain area of your life. Yes. So, so when and, people are, and I'm so sorry, I, I definitely yeah, want to hear no, all the, great. So when people are listening to your videos, do you want them to listen to it from their sun sign or their rising sign? Or do you want them to do uh, both? I'm glad you asked me that. I get asked this a lot. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, some astrologers will advise also reading for, watching or reading for the moon sign. I oh. don't, and I'll explain why. Okay. Um, definitely your sun sign and your rising sign. But here's the difference. Okay. okay. You, you should always watch or read for both. But here's how you want to frame it in your brain. Your sun sign will always reflect the major big picture themes that are happening in your world, mm. the, the theme, big picture, okay? But the rising sign or ascendant forecast is going to be more imminent, palpable, here and now, because the timing of your rising sign forecast is more accurate. Right. So it is both, and both okay. are extremely valuable, and then it's your job to blend um, the information with your rising sign and your sun sign, and you see how it just fits into your life. Now, of course, nothing replaces a personal consultation. Of course, but- absolutely. Especially reading with you where it's so detailed. <laughs> no, really, so, so detailed and just direct. I, I love your directness. Are you from a New York originally? I am. I grew up, I'm a Queens girl. I love born it. and raised in Queens, New I York. I love it. Because mm-hmm. New York people mm-hmm. are very direct. I mean, Washington people, I kind of think that we're a little passive aggressive. We're very nice. We say all the nice things, but we're 
we're not direct. Uh, the first time I went to New York, I'm in the airport. I'm about to get into a, a shuttle to go to the city to stay in a hotel. And I'm not standing in the right place. And I have no idea, you know, that I'm not standing uh-huh. in the right place. And this guy just starts yelling at me, which I loved. <laughs> He's screaming at me. What are you doing over there? Get over. You know, like I just loved it because I knew exactly where I needed to be. Now, you don't yell, of course, but y- you go right to where everything needs to be, where the information is the most profound and palpable. So I love this idea of, you know, the the rising or ascendant is like right now, it's happening right now. And then this overall beautiful picture is from the sun sign. That's gorgeous. Yes. And and the reason why some people like to watch or read for their moon, which I don't advise because then, I mean, it is accurate. It's not that it's not accurate, but then you're just getting so diluted and messy. You might as well have a personal session and do it the right way. But the moon <laughs> is representative of your emotions right. and the emotional connection that you're having to what's going on so if you really want to watch for your moon sign go right ahead but personally i'd say you're getting too sloppy now (laughs) i I, I don't i never listen for my moon sign i never have i don't know why but i only do i usually only do my ascendant but now i'm going to go back and do both so that that's going to oh yeah you'll you'll relate to it a hundred percent both of them (laughs) okay so we've got this so so what's your recommendation you know something is dead already Mm -hmm. it's already dead And it's, yeah. it's now smells, it's, it's rotting, so it stinks mm-hmm. to high heaven. And, mm-hmm. and, and for whatever reason, maybe most people have their blinders on about this or they're, you know, because it's somehow they're trying to avoid it because it's super messy or... It's, it's terrifying because oh. this is an important structure in your life that you've relied on for X number of years, perhaps your entire life. It's, it's the way that you built some kind of foundation that you really thought was was solid and was it. But Pluto is is coming around and he's the big bad wolf and he's blowing that house down. <laughs> and and it has to happen. And so my great my my best advice is, you know what? You stand be an organ donor. Just freaking <laughs> call it, bury it, and you have to let go of this because what's coming out on the other side of it later on in 2020 is that magnificent potential for a rebirth and a, and a new beginning. And it's, you know, it's not like the world is ending right. and your your sky is crumbling and, okay, yeah, life can hurt. We can go through some really tragic, awful, painful things in our life. But number one, nothing very good or very bad lasts for very long. And number two, your soul did choose whatever it is experiencing. And if you can step outside of yourself and really view what you're going through from that higher self perspective and lens and be a witness to it for a minute rather than a participant, that's when you're going to gain incredible clarity and an ability to, to grow from a soul perspective with whatever it is that you're dealing with right now and what you do have to let go of and move away and move on from. Wow. And, and that's really huge and big. And I loved what you just said prior to that about we really, because we choose when we're going to be born. So we're choosing our astrology. Absolutely. Like, like the, all the planets were lined up when we chose to be born. And, you know, when we rush through, however we got through the, you know, tummy tissue or the vaginal tissue, however we got through here, you know, like we picked that moment in time to emerge into consciousness on earth. We completely did, and, and, and in my, when I talk to someone for the first time in a consultation, I always give them my little opening spiel about how 
I believe this energetic imprint occurs. I don't know if I don't know if we discuss this or if I you want know, me to, but to yes, talk about it. I love it. Go ahead. Okay, so now this is my perspective. Okay, again, yeah. we're not going to know the truth till we're all dead. But <laughs> right? this is based right? on I agree. this is based on my experience. People like Dr. Brian Weiss, who you know yeah. study past life regression and all that. They they have other people have written extensively about the soul and when the soul enters the body. And so my my belief is that when your mother is pregnant with you, the soul, your soul, is actually free to dip yeah. in and out of the womb. It's I agree. not confined no. just yet. I agree 100%. Right. So, so it's going wherever it's going, but it, you know, it comes and it, it says, hi, how you doing? Shout out. And then the soul chooses the birth circumstances. The soul chooses when to be born because, you know, you had this meeting with God, guides, aliens, whatever it is you believe in. You know what? We agree on so many levels. It's hysterical. (laughs) Yeah, go ahead. I love this. Keep going. Yeah. So you had this big, you know, conference, cosmic conference call, and you're like, all right, I think I'm going to really have a set of balls, and I'm going to take a physical body because (laughs) I want to evolve my soul. And so... um, your your people are saying, okay, well, that means you want to you want to do the work to get closer to the divine. You want to really get up there and experience the potential of unconditional love and understanding and and oneness. And and I think that's why we take a physical body to go through some really harsh experiences that that give us an opportunity to level up spiritually. One hundred percent. And so, yeah. So you come. So you say, okay, then here's what you need to do. This soul map, if you, if, I let, if you choose to incarnate at this moment in time, this is going to be, these are your tools that are going to help facilitate that soul growth that your, your soul needs. And so you choose to be born at that moment, and what happens is when you take your first live independent breath, that's when the soul enters the body full time and something else happens. Mm-hmm. And what happens at that moment is we're all energy and electromagnetic vibrations, and the planets are certainly electromagnetic vibrations and energy. That pattern, when you take your first live breath, that mathematical pattern in the sky that cannot be mathematically replicated for 26,000 years. Wow. It will 26, energetically. 26,000 years that can't be yes, replicated? Yes, <gasps> We yes, are so yes, unique. I just love that. Beyond. That's amazing. Oh. Yeah. Wow. So at that moment, you breathe, and that electromagnetic map and vibration, it will imprint onto your soul as your soul enters your body. And that's why you relate so deeply to your horoscope and to those energies. Wow. It's a part of you. It's wow. part of your energy. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. You know, yeah. so some people have a hard time getting the exact birth time um, from their birth certificate, like for whatever reason, <laughs> it doesn't exist, you know, and then some people like myself, I had mine rectified by one of your teachers, Noel Till. Um, ah. Yeah, I remember. And so, and I, and I, I picked Noel because he's well known in that arena mm-hmm. so that astrologers mm-hmm. always go, oh, okay. Okay. Even though they are going to probably have their own perception of my exact birth time as well. And, and yeah, I, I didn't even question your birth chart really? because that, he was one of my mentors. I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> right, right. That's why I chose him to do it. Um, and so what do you recommend for people? Because people ask me this question all the time, and I'm not an astrologer. So what do you recommend for individuals who, who are like, oh, how do I get my birth time? Okay, so the first thing that I want you to try to do is 
go to the, your local Bureau of Vital Statistics for where you were born right. and request a long-form copy of your birth certificate because it might be as simple as the fact that you just have a copy of your birth certificate, which is short form and doesn't have the birth time on it. Mm. But, and, and the long-form copy will have the birth time. Now, what about people who are adopted? What about people who were you know, born at, in a place where they didn't record time? This happens all the time. All the time. So, all the time. Yes. And that's a different story, and that is, that is more of a challenge to an astrologer. And there are a great many astrologers out there who are, who are well-versed in rectification, which is a process of divining birth time based on your uh, specific life experiences. And it's easiest to rectify a birth time if you have an idea mm-hmm. of, oh, okay, I was born in the morning, or I was, you know, mom said I was born around noon. So yeah. it's easier for an astrologer to go that route if, it, if you have something to work with. But for someone who is adopted, it's, and, I've, and I've had several clients who are adopted, and I've helped them rectify their charts. Wonderful. It's, uh, it's, it's exciting and fun. It's like a mystery. It's like a puzzle. But, and you can't, if you're adopted and you're interested in doing this, you have to go into it with an open mind and a willingness to test your birth chart with your astrologer for a year at least. I think that's because, a, uh, uh, go ahead. I'll yeah. let you finish. Oh, no, go ahead. Do you think what? I think that's a wonderful idea to like test your astrology for a year because you're just going to learn a whole lot about yourself anyway. You know, mm-hmm. like that's the fun part, I think, of really getting, zeroing it down to the right time is is trying on all these different oh well is it this ascendant or is it you know that's really fun yeah. how exciting it is it, it is and i have you know a couple of clients one of them is one one is a coaching client she was adopted and i rectified her chart and she's got the best attitude about it and she's like every time a big cycle happens and she's like oh we're, we're close we're close we've got it we've got it <laughs> and and you know we've been working together for about two years now and we know that we're working with a birth time a birth time that works for her because of events that have happened that I'm able to adjust and click and, you know, like turn that wheel and see how it fits. It's amazing. But it is, it's an art. It is a science, but it is also very intuitive. And Mm -hmm. so you want to, you want to do your research before you hire an astrologer. You, you don't want to just, you know, hire somebody who, I don't know, Google things and and call (laughs) themselves an astrologer. Right. You know, they're, it's not like being it's like being a lawyer where there's a bar exam and licensing requirements. Although you are certific, you are cert- certified in astrology, yes, so there I, are I am, but exams that you yes. can take that are very regimented. Completely, mm-hmm. and so you, but we but astrologers hold ourselves to these standards so that we can you know bring integrity to our craft. And one of the organizations that I would love to tell you your listeners about if they're interested in, in learning more about astrology. It's called the National Council for Geocosmic Research. It is a national and international now organization, a leading astrology organization that promotes I know, and education. You're, I know you serve as the president for the New York um, chapter, correct? I do the Long Island chapter. There are two New York ah. chapters, one Manhattan, one Long Island. I'm the president of the Long Island chapter. Fun. And there, all you have to do is go to a website. It's called geocosmic.org. And whatever state you live in or country, you go and find your chapter based on your location. And you can go to meetings. You can learn astrology. And NCGR has a, a certification course. It's very, very strict curriculum yeah. where you, you actually have to learn the math to yeah, be certified. It's yeah, it's not easy. Oh, so, I just want to yeah. thank you. We're running out. We're, we're um, going to have to go to a break and enter t- our time together. But I just want to thank you so, 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 so very much. You are just 
a delight and a wonderful being in the world. I'm so grateful you found your path and um, that you're counseling all of us on such a very deep and, you know, spiritual, emotional level so that we can all be um, our highest good. That's really wonderful. Well, Marie, thank you for having me on the show. And you keep doing that amazing work that you're doing because you are a light to the world. (laughs) And I adore you. Oh, I adore you too. Thank you so much, Maria. And people can um, find out more about you at insightfulastrology.com. Correct? Yes, ma'am. Yes. Okay. Okay. Have lots of fun. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Take care. All righty. Bye-bye. And we're going to take a break here on the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We will be right back. October is Marie's favorite time of year to teach Reiki. This fall may seem far away, but this magical and transformative course fills up fast. Each year, Marie joyfully shares the origins of her energy medicine work. Marie has been blessed with helping thousands heal, physically, mentally, and spiritually, for nearly two decades with the energy healing modality of Reiki, a Japanese form of vibrational healing. Its origins are ancient, but its power is compassionate and all-knowing. Join Marie October 25th through 27th for this two-and-a-half-day transformative workshop in Redmond, Washington, and meet like-minded individuals while learning the art of vibrational healing. For more information, go to energyintuitive.com. All across the country, people are coming together to speed up what we can learn about health. The All of Us Research Program is calling on one million people to join us as we try to change the future of health. For your family, for future generations, for all of us. Visit joinallofus.org and find out how you can become one in a million. Join Marie in her new two-part online course, The Art of Automatic Writing, September 11th and 18th. In this course, you will learn about this powerful and meditative practice that rejuvenates, inspires, and allows an increase in one's awareness and a better understanding of how the universe communicates. A recording of the class is included in registration. Go to energyintuitive.com for more information. That's energyintuitive.com. Do you make a positive difference in the world? Do you have a talent, philosophy, base of knowledge, product or service that you know could help a lot of people if only you could reach them? Join Alternative Talk 1150's family of broadcasters and start walking down a fruitful path. As host of your very own program, dial 425-653-1150 and find out just how affordable it can be to have a show on 1150 AM. That's 425-653-1150. Alternative Talk, we have an opportunity waiting just for you. Communicating with our loved ones, living on the other side, is a normal process that we were all meant to do. The other side vibrates on a high energetic vibration, as do all the beings, including your spirit guides, living on the other side. Join Marie for a two-day workshop, November 9th and 10th, as you learn the necessary tools to increase your energetic vibration, allowing you to hear, see, and feel those living in the spirit world. 
Go to energyintuitive.com for more information about the workshop. Working hard to put a smile on your face. Alternative Talk 1150. Baby, tonight we're beautiful now. We're beautiful now. We're beautiful now. We might not know why. We might not know and welcome back to the Marie Menu Cherry Show. We're live here in kind of foggy Seattle. I always bring up the weather so that wherever you are in the world, you'll look out the window or open up the door and get present by looking at your own surroundings and your own environment. So that's why we do it. And uh, thank you, Benny. That's a really beautiful song. Who's that by? Uh, that would be Zed, Beautiful Now. Oh, love it. Mm-hmm. Love it. Love it. So we're taking calls now. And thank you, everyone who's been waiting while I interviewed Maria. Who do we have on the phone? Yeah, we'll take Jennifer calling in from Portland. Hi, Jennifer. Hi, guys. Hi, Jennifer. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am great, thank you. What can I do for you? Well, I was calling because I've um, I've heard other callers ask before about the fifth layer. Uh huh. The fifth of layer of your work field. field. Okay. Yeah. And you want to know about yours? I, yeah, I want to know what you see there. Okay. Or, um, that, I just love, that, like, love love. Actually, most people don't ask me about the fifth layer of the org field, and I just love that you. I mean, because it's such a profound field of energy and the aura. And it means that you're actually very, very, very interested in your life path. Like you're super wanting to be in alignment with your higher self in in the world, professionally, personally, everything. Because that's what that means. It's it's kind of a gutsy question, actually, because most people just kind of go on automatic pilot and go, well, I can't make it work. Uh, you know what I mean? And I'm being rude when I yeah. say it that way. Um, so I'm drawing out the fifth layer of your auric field right now. First of all, it's completely filled out, which means you are on path. So have you had like a recent awakening where you're like, oh, this is who I am and this is what I'm going to do in the world and this is what I need? Have you had this happen? Yeah, I think I've been walking towards it for, I feel like, a long time. You know, it's that kind of ebb and flow, and I finally feel like I've taken some big steps towards opening that door. No, so so now I know why I said that little phrase about holding oneself back. You know, this is not about opening the door. This is about running. The door (laughs) is open. Stop. You, you, You know, you remind me of right now, it's just I get these, you know, little visions you know i have this really adorable large puppy charles um he's a golden doodle standard he's really cute and now he's like marking uh, on our walk in the neighborhood he's marking all the bushes and you know i, I let him you know I'm, I'm a pretty relaxed pet owner and uh you gotta stop marking just stop mm-hmm. put that harness on put the the lead in the right place so that you will just stay focused and keep moving. It's it, you don't need to mark the territory anymore. You don't need to spend any more no more dilly-dallying for you. Your field is filled out. Right now what that means is all the action that you take in your life is highly necessary. Highly okay. necessary. So you you've had all this time to be clear, so I think the clarity is there, no doubt about it, but you need to like jump on it. Okay. All right. I love it. So will will you do that? Yes, okay. I am doing it. Great. That's that's perfect. That's wonderful cuz you have the support of the universe. You're in the right place, right times, perfect. Just go for it. I feel that way. Thank you so You're much. You're welcome. Marie. Have a gorgeous day in Portland, Oregon. Yes, you too. Alrighty. Thank you. Sure. 
Thanks, Jennifer, for joining us. 877-825-8828 is the number for the show. 877-825-8828. We'll travel down to uh, Chico, California. We have Amy joining us. Hi, Amy. Hello. Hi, Amy. How are you? I'm good. Good. Um, what can I do for thanks you? Thanks for having me on the show. Of course. Is this your first time calling in? Um, I called a long time ago, uh-huh. like maybe four years ago. Um, uh-huh. I am a little bit nervous. But, um, I, I, so I, I missed the last show. part. What did you say? I said I called about four years yeah. ago, um, but I am nervous, still a little, I a little nervous. I know. I'm so sorry. People get nervous. <laughs> you know, I would be nervous if I were calling in. So was it helpful, whatever advice or whatever we talked about four years ago? Was it helpful? Um, I don't think I was ready to hear all of that. <laughs> what did I say? What did I say? I want to know. You told me to quit my job, which uh-huh. is what I'm calling about today. I'm still in the same job. Okay. And you don't um, like it, right? And I'm starting my own business. Yay! Congratulations. So I'm kind of transitioning those two Great. right now. It's a little difficult, but Well, um, well let, let's let's change let's change the the way we talk. Although I appreciate our conversation for where you're at, but but remember the fifth chakra is the most powerful vortex in the physical body. So what we say actually sends energy to our yellow brick road. You know, the universe doesn't care what we focus on, it doesn't have judgments. Even if it's terrible, the universe doesn't have an emotional connection to our choices, but the universe will send energy to wherever we are sending energy. So I don't want you to say anymore that it's difficult or it's hard or it's, don't do that. Today I was in the car after I dropped off Charles, you know, cause he's now my baby cause all my babies are grown and even one of my babies has a baby. You know, So, um, and, and, you know, it's a little tricky dropping him off, getting back on the freeway. You know, I, I have to be to the radio station at a certain time. I mean, that would be my best interest, especially if I'm going to be interviewing a guest, kind of a big deal. And I, I kept saying, the traffic is amazing. The traffic is amazing. Or what if the traffic is amazing? And then I looked on my phone and there was a, a cheat route that I had, hadn't seen before from the doggy daycare. I'm like, oh my gosh. So I got here in plenty of time. I was able to stand outside the studio, finish my tea. So what you say matters and it's going to affect your, your path. So how about what if everything is turning out roses? Oh, I like that. Right. And the reason why I, I, I try to use language that's not too direct because the brain is so smart. If we use words, like I even question, am I using the word traffic, you know, but my body like, oh, what if the traffic is amazing? Because I actually love cars. I love driving. All of that makes me very happy. So roses isn't very detailed, but we, we all know what the metaphor means. We know mm-hmm. what that means, right? So that's what I want you to start saying so you can have this beautiful, effortless, powerful flow into your new work. So what's your new business? Um, I am just opening up my new uh, counseling practice. So right now I work for an agency and I oversee um, programs in five counties and it's just it's a lot of work. It's very yeah, stressful. and boring. And so, so boring. I want to, it's a little old hat. Yeah. Um, I've been doing it for six years. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure it was so, fun yeah, initially. I, I want something for myself. I yeah. want something new. This is great. Um, this is great. And I'm going to make a suggestion and you never have to do what I say, but now that you're, so you're opening your own practice, correct? Right. This is what we're talking yeah. about. Right. I want you to, at the very beginning, do is talk to your, 
your upcoming clients about not taking insurance because I don't want you to deal with that headache. A lot of people who work in the industry eventually want to stop taking insurance because they don't get paid what they deserve with insurance, right? Okay. Okay. So I want you to make that clear. Like, I'm, I'm going to take insurance for a while, but eventually I'm going to move into a non-insurance program. I want you to, because you're worth it, your patients are going to love you. They're going to be happy to write you a check. So, uh, you know, and maybe you'll want to work through, you know, what if I easily and effortlessly allow, you know, beautiful resources to flood my life? You know, start using some what if questions so that you can, I want you to set the precedent now so that all your patients will be aware of that, that eventually you are going to move to a non-insurance way. Okay? Okay. Okay. Because that, that, you'll be happy. You're, you're, you will thank me later. I promise I'll you. I'll probably call you again. And <laughs> but you will, you will thank so me later. Okay. 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 Well, okay. All right. So, so we're good? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a gorgeous day. Thanks, Amy, for joining us from Chico, California. 877-825-8828 is the number for the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We'll take now Juliana calling in from Colorado. Hey, Juliana. Hey, thank you for taking my call. Of course, Juliana. Is this your first time calling into the show? No, I've called a few times, you know. Okay. And has it been helpful? I have been working on myself, yes. Okay, good. What can I do? I may be slow in implementing things. (laughs) That's okay. You know, it really isn't a race, although sometimes when I talk to some people, I can tell they're just in like such a profound moment in time that we just can't keep sitting down and waiting. You know, like we could, but we want to take advantage of those moments when the freeways are open, right? Yes. Okay. And I actually feel like that is... um, right now this time in my life and I think I'm just reevaluating the path to go I've always loved everything spiritual and intuitive and mm-hmm. psychology mm-hmm. yet I ended up going nursing and natural medicine so I'm trying to figure out how to weave everything together and my goal is to be able to have my own business and I'm going to be starting healing touch energy oh yeah course. great lovely love yeah. healing touch I'm going to do the the training so right. that I could hopefully start opening up intuitively. So just kind of want to like general read of my energy and sure. some guidance. Okay. So, so what, what's your, what do you do now in the world or are you working outside of the home right now? Yes, I do behavioral health nursing, which okay, I actually perfect. really enjoy. My manager is amazing and the unit I'm on is great. Wonderful. So. Wonderful. So I just love that you're, you're happy where you are because that keeps your energy elevated while you study new and amazing aspects of other forms of healing right yeah yeah it's beautiful um but i don't want you to wait until you get to healing touch to work on your intuition i want you to start working on it right now and your intuition is wide open i mean your third eye is beautifully formed you've got tons of energy moving into the back of the vortex it's not too long so you really have done a great job of reducing your self-criticism congratulations so how about some what if questions what if my intuition is on fire what if I am doing a beautiful dance with my psychic abilities? I want you to start using these what-if questions every hour. I want you to do a little, you know, couple minutes of them and because that's what's going to get you over the hump because you're a little shy. You have a shyness about you. You know what I'm talking about? I do, yeah. and I've been working on that. It's funny because I'm an introvert, but people think I'm an extrovert yeah, because right. I'm very 
good at talking to people. You are. You, and you but, like yeah. people and, and you love people. So so let's just say you're kind of both. But the shyness is actually just a very old pattern. And and so, you know, even those terms extrovert and introvert, I, I know that they're, they're meaningful in certain, you know, percentages of society. But when we're talking with you, it's different because we're talking about your soul opening up and expanding. So you're kind of shy to be this, you know, to really have your intuition be front and center for you because people are going to like it about you. They are going to be mm-hmm. attracted to you regarding that. In fact, whenever I look at, you know, new careers emerging on the planet, regardless of what industry someone is working in, everybody is hoping to hire someone who has natural insight or works on their intuition because it's a beautiful, important tool set to have no matter what work we do in the world, Right. Yes, I totally agree. Yeah. And I, every time like someone mentions the soul, I just light up because yeah. I'm always I'm curious of why are we here and what do we why we do what we do and I don't um, know. I just I love helping people. I, I think it's great. So let's t- start using those what if questions before you move to Healing Touch. Okay. 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 Great. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so Have much. a great day. You too. Thanks, Juliana, for joining us from Colorado. 877-825-8828 is the number for the Marie Manu Cherry Show. Uh, man, Marie Manu Cherry Show. <laughs> no, I had a little problem earlier with wow. my Ws. Yeah. <laughs> wow. All right. Uh, we're still going to stay. Uh, actually, we'll, we'll go to uh, San Diego. We have Amy joining us. Hi, Amy. Hello, Amy. Amy, are you there? Hello? I know she's there. <laughs> Amy. Amy, Amy. All right, we're going to do this. We'll put her back on hold. I'll okay. check her in, and we'll take Debbie calling in from Portland. Hi, Debbie. Hi, Marie. Hi, Benny. This is Debbie. Hi, Debbie. How are you? I'm pretty good. Thank you so yeah. much for taking my call. Okay. I have called in the past a couple years ago, and it was very helpful. And oh, I've thank you. I had the good fortune of attending uh, your events at OwnBase and East West Bookstore, oh, which were delightful. I love OwnBase. Oh, and East West, too. I love them both. Yeah. Well, yeah. thank you. And thank you yeah. so much for listening to the show. Um, and your podcast. Love thank them. you. Thank you. What can I do for you? Um, I feel like I'm going through a real uh, transformational time in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, my mother passed away May 1st, and my father oh. passed away last October. Oh, I'm so sorry. And thank you. Um, so the the grief is um, uh, something that's uh, deeper than I've ever felt before. I am going to some bereavement classes, but mm-hmm. I feel like... Um, there's just it's a real time, like I say, of transformation uh, before me, and I'm just a little bit, I'm struggling um, right. with my energy, and I just, I just am open to, to hearing from you and what you see, and and I try to use what if questions. And, oh, great! Yeah, very good. and journaling, and and I just feel like I, I'm, I need to open up to something new, and I can't quite see what that is. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the things I heard um, when you were talking about the grief is. And I'm very sorry about your parents passing. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, but I don't think all of this grief is just about them. I think it's like, especially after your mother died, it's like you open up the floodgates to a lot of grief that you've been holding, not just from this lifetime, but for multiple lifetimes. Uh-huh. So it's almost like I don't want you to like get off the train yet. You know, like like this is such an important special and your mother is just smiling as I'm saying this this is such an important and special moment in your life where something triggered you that you didn't even expect was going to trigger you to the level it has right like you did not expect this because you're a conscious person you're like okay yeah they're getting older they've got health issues they're gonna it's gonna happen you know like you were not in denial about this at all 
Um, but what happened is because you are good at holding it all together all the time for yourself and everyone else. You know what I mean? Yes, I do. And, and I don't recommend that. I mean, I'm always surprised by the things that trick me up, that put me into that place of enormous grief. You know, I'm just so shocked by it. But I also know that, wow, my soul found a way to let me express deep pain that's not even completely related to this thing that I can't stop crying about, you know? So, so I'm not in a hurry for you to finish this process. I'm more in a place of, can, can you relax a little bit deeper into it so that we can get some stuff that's pretty old and buried? Because here's what I see. I literally do see a grave, you know, but it's, it's like we've dug the grave. Nobody, there is a coffin in it. It's pretty, pretty deep, really old, ancient, almost like I'm looking at a wood from the um, Crusaders, you know, like, wow. yeah, very long time ago. And I see you in present day standing in the hole on top of the very old wood. And there's a piece, you know, there's a, an aspect of your soul inside this coffin. And the Crusades were horrific wars. You know, people traveled very long distances to fight in these holy wars, if you will, which they weren't. I mean, every war is supposedly holy in some ridiculous way, you know. That's why I wouldn't let my, I mean, my children can do whatever they want, but I'm like, oh yeah, I don't think the Bible is, I don't even know how authentic it is. And all wars basically start because of some weird religious thing, in my opinion. That's just how I feel about it. At any rate, I mean, at least that's how the people think about it. So, uh, so you're standing on top of this coffin and there's just a tremendous amount of grief and it's about letting go. Because when I look at this lifetime you had in the crusades uh you would not stop fighting you could have gone home spend time with your family but you just fought and fought and fought and you were really good you, and you know you're really good like the, you're, the strength that you have and the determination you have is awesome but sometimes we have to put down the sword and surrender and you know you wouldn't so it was just this exhausting horrifying time and what you're learning to do is to let go and so that's why you know, all of this grief is occurring. And I'd love for you to just relax into it, like lay down on the coffin, just put your arms around it and let your whole being, let your energy just sink into the wood and just hold that, you know, old piece of yourself and just let it all go away. Okay. 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 I think that was a good visual. That's a great visual. Yeah. <laughs> it's really helpful. And it does feel very old. It's very old. Deep. Yeah. And it's old. I'm, I'm, I'm want to release it but I don't want to step over it I want to I yes want to... so just lay down on the coffin just melt into the wood it's really old I mean it's beautiful wood it's like it reminds me of old wood that you see in churches you know? uh -huh. like doors old doors it's just <gasps> like doors in Italy on old old churches just got it wow got it yeah <laughs> I can do that okay go have fun uh all right you guys thank you so much you're for welcome being there. of course thanks Debbie so much all right we'll double back to, to San, Diego. San Diego Amy are you there now yeah, we can hear you. Yes, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you guys? We're lovely. Are you good, Benny? Yeah, Benny's good. Yeah. Peachy. Peachy. I love that. Okay, so what can I do for you? Okay, the health of the body. Uh huh. You know, it just—it's been so many years of gut health. My guts in the gutter. My <laughs> my brain and my heart. You know, it's just like. I don't want to say anything's directly wrong with my heart or my brain, but no, you know, there thought, isn't, but, there isn't, but yeah. you know, you know, and you're not going to like the words I'm about to say, although part of my energy says, no, she will like it, but you, there's a part of you that's not going to like what I, what I'm about to say. It's time for you to, to break your victim consciousness pattern. It's time. You've got to stop. 
You just have to stop being a victim. And and I, I know you're not really a victim. I know you're a very strong person. You're I know that even when you have health issues, you go ahead and go out in the world and do everything you're supposed to. But you hold on to your health issues in a kind of victim thing. And I actually think it's generational. So it's like your grandmother, great-grandmother was complaining about her aches and pains. And everyone has every right to be upset about their physical issues. Everyone does. And then it was your grandmother and then your mom. and So the first thing, I and, and are you upset that I use the word victim consciousness or the phrase? No. Not at all. Good. So what I want you to do is I want you to fall in love with the, all of those aches and pains. <laughs> because, oh, yeah. Because anything you love transforms. Anything, Because love is the most powerful energy there is. So if you can take a moment and love, because well, what will happen, it's going to dissipate the discomfort. It's going to dissipate the anatomy that's going crazy. It's going gonna, it's gonna to dissipate it significantly, and new energy will come in that's very vital and powerful and transformative. But you're going to have to fall in love with it because that's the opposite of victimization. Yeah, I, I mean, I get that part. But then physically, what can I do while I'm loving this body? How do I, how do I detox out the gut and all that and get it going? It seems one person says, oh, it's parasites. One person is yeast. No, I mean... I mean, I would love, well, well, let me just say what I just told you to do will do all of those things. And what it will do mostly is inspire you authentically about what the next steps are to take. But as long as your energy stays in the victimization of your health, you're not going to have your vibration up higher enough that even if you do the various detoxifications or whatever, it's not going to have the cumulative effect that you want because your energy is not in the healing frequency. So there's a frequency of health that exists in the world. That just like there's a frequency of wealth, there's a frequency of romantic love, there's a frequency of of great job in the world or a career path. There's a frequency of happy relationships with our children or family members. There's all these frequencies that exist and we can tell where we are in our ability to connect to them by how things have manifested in all these different realms of our life. So in other words, you can do a million things for your health, but until you get your vibration out of the victim consciousness, which you have every right to be there, I'm, I'm logically speaking, but until you get your energy out of there, the things are not going to work in, in that deep, permanent way that you want them to. So you're going to have to fall in love with it and then be inspired. But if you still want a physical remedy, if you haven't been or if you haven't in a while, feed your adrenal glands beautiful herbs because your adrenals are tired. They're even coughing. They're going... <laughs> I mean, literally, they're on top of the kidneys. They're very cute. They look like that, that, um, that, that sticker, that yuck sticker, you know, for that you put on Mr. medicine. Yuck yeah, the Mr. Yuck sticker, and they're just quite. <laughs> so they're tired. They're worn out, and you need to feed your adrenals. Okay. Okay, great. So fall in love with everything, and then here's your what if question: What if I could love this part of my body right now? What if, What if I could love this moment in time right now? What if I can love my heart right now? What if I can love my gut right now? What if I can love my intestinal tract right now? What if? Just do the what-if questions. Great. Okay, I'm going to do it. Thank you, Amy. Have a gorgeous day in San Diego. Thanks for the great show, you guys. You do a good job. Bye-bye. Thank you. We we have a lot of fun on the show, don't we? Yeah, we we appreciate that. Mm -hmm. By the way, the Mr. Yuckstiger debuted in the 70s. In the 70s. It's been around that long. It's been doing some good work. It's been doing some great work, yes. And um, so uh, you can always follow me on Twitter, Mm -hmm. Facebook. 
I am on LinkedIn, but I don't put a lot of stuff on LinkedIn. That might change soon. <laughs> or Facebook. And um, we wish all of you a gorgeous, beautiful day, night. Maybe it's Friday where you are. We just want to say we love you so much. And we thank Maria for being on the show today. Joyful blessings, everyone. Bye-bye. Thank you.